1: You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
2: The selling may have been swift and vicious in global equity markets overnight as U.K. citizens went to the polls and voted to leave the European Union by a narrow margin, for sure. Uh, And the buying in global bonds, particularly U.S. Treasuries, was equally swift. Treasuries surging, pushing benchmark yields down the most in nearly five years well, a man who's been looking for a couple of things. Let's give him credit now. First of all, he said, no, they will vote to leave. And second of all, he's been looking for a continued rally in Treasuries that could take the yield on the U.S. 10-year note down to 1.5%, maybe even one and a quarter. And we did see that 10-year touch about 1.54% at the lowest yield high price of the day. Let's welcome back to the show now Mark Grant, Chief Fixed Income Strategist at Hilltop Securities, joining us from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So, Mark, congrats. Hats off. I guess he's overcome with my praise. Mark Grant. So, uh, or maybe, I think we've just got a little bit, I think he fainted, Pim. Well, maybe
3: because he's taking a look at the yield on the 10-year at 1.55%. I mean, this was an increase just today of more than 1.5% in the value of the 10-year and the 30-year, a gain of more than five and a half percent in value, two point four one percent, for the
1: thirty-year U.S. Treasury.
2: Mark Grant, did you hear me praising you up one side and down the other?
1: I was turning red and I couldn't speak because I was blushing. <laughs>
2: okay, all right. So, uh, so you may, you called it right. That's great. Beyond that, though, what happens now? I mean, are they, are they are the, are the Brits going to wake up uh, tomorrow morning and say, hey, what the heck did we do? I no. wanted to express my protest, but I never thought the vote would go through because of me. Take it back, please.
1: No, that's garbage coming out of Brussels that they want to try to get them to vote again. It's, it's not They voted. They voted. It's done.
3: All right. They voted. They voted. It's done. Give us your analysis of what the future of the U.K. economy looks like.
1: I think they're going to go through a couple of months of uh, difficulty the uh, most difficult part will be when they invoke article 50 I think that uh, and I've been very square about this that uh, you know the, the the offices for the European Union are in Brussels but they make the decisions in Berlin and I think there's going to be a tremendous amount of vengeance uh, retribution and now I think there's also going to be uh, more talk of uh, referendums in other countries, such as uh, the Netherlands and even France with uh, Marine Le Pen. And, of course, we have the uh, Spanish election on Sunday, which I think will be very interesting as a result of uh, the British vote.
2: So, Mark, uh, why do you say there's going to be retribution and a sort of a harsh stance now towards the EU? Why not uh, something that maybe in public talks tough, but little bit more, you know, behind the scenes says, hey, you know, this is really not the best thing for you or for us. Maybe we can work this out.
1: Well, they voted to leave and you have a European construct that is questionable, has been questionable since the beginning because, you know, look, you have the southern nations, Spain, Italy, Greece and so forth, Portugal. And you have the Netherlands and Germany and Austria. And they're two very different cultures. I'm not saying right or wrong, bad or good. They're just very different cultures. And they've tried to meld all this together. And finally, you had one country that said, that's enough. We want to be governed by ourselves. We don't want you governing us anymore. And I think, and from what I can tell in speaking with a number of institutions today, including some huge ones in Europe, People just said, we don't want to be governed out of Brussels and Berlin. We want to run our own country. And I think that's uh, certainly as an American, that's certainly the way I would feel. So um, I think uh, now they're going to be frightened that the whole European Union might come apart. And the first action is going to be some kind of vengeance against uh, Britain to keep everybody else in. But we'll see.
3: Mark Grant, uh, turn your attention to the Federal Reserve. Interest rate policy here in the United States, when and if they raise rates. Give us your analysis.
1: Pam, as you know, all year I've said they're not going to raise rates anymore. I have said it continuously. I don't think that they can, and especially after this and the difficulties this may cause. Uh, some banks, European and American banks, uh, some hedge funds. There were rumors running around about that this afternoon. I think the Fed does absolutely nothing. And while the Fed, of course, never addresses the equity market, uh, when you're down 610 points in a day, uh, I can pretty much assure you that the Fed is paying attention. So I think nothing for the rest
2: of the year. Well, of course, the Fed, maybe i address it directly, but they often speak publicly about that. one of the Fed's chief Missions is to keep markets stable. There, that's one of their. They have to be working towards financial stability, which would be perfectly consistent with what you're saying. They're not going to come in and raise interest rates while there is already instability in the markets. But a couple of things. Well, first of all, uh,
1: by the way, you should, we should point out one thing, Kathleen. Sure, and that's the. the you all have been focused appropriately on we're down 610 points, but I want you also to look at the bond market. You know, the 10 years at 156, up one almost one and three quarters points, people that were in bonds did tremendously well
2: today. Oh, we, we actually came into you saying what a, what a tremendous run this has been and the fact that you called first one and a half percent. I think you've also said maybe now one and a quarter percent a quarter, on the five. tenure, right? So, right.
1: One and a quarter on the tenure is my projection by year end, but we might get there much quicker.
2: Hey, Mark, you know what I'm going to ask you about? You know, now you're on a Coach of Lakota former president of Minneapolis Fed, who seemed to start out as, as, as a hawk in Minneapolis on policy, you know, fight inflation, et cetera, and right. they turned very dovish. He says the Fed should and must be considering negative interest rates. He thinks ultimately that's what it would take to turn the economy around. Do you have do you agree with that at all? And what the heck would that do to the U.S. bond market?
1: Well, the the German tenure is now underneath zero. And so it's an important it, it, What it does is a couple of things. It's not such an easy answer, but it does a couple of things. One, it's very good for the government to have low interest rates or negative interest rates. However, it's a tax, if you will, on the people, the citizens, because savers, retirees, um, money that's managed, uh, you can go through a whole litany, suffer tremendously because they can't get any return. One of the arguments that the equity market had done as well as it had this year was because they couldn't get any return in the bond market, I kept saying it was a far safer place to be. And I identified, uh, and let me go back a little. Two years ago, I said munis and taxable munis were the place to be. They've tightened tremendously against treasuries. And then I went to closed-end bond funds, which trade like equities, but what you really own is a portion of a. Uh, diversified bond portfolio. The eleven that I like are yielding around 10%, and when the 10-year Treasury's at 156, and the Dow Jones or the S&P's flat for the year, and Nasdaq's down about 6% for year, I am delighted to get 10% on my money from the flow of bonds, and you get a check every month.
3: Mark Grant, I'll just give you the details here. Uh, the S&P 500 down more than three and a quarter percent so far this year. NASDAQ down more than eight percent. The 10-year so far this year, a gain of more than 30 percent. If you own that 10-year, should you sell some of your holdings now, take some profits?
1: No, I— I, well. I've gotten out of some fixed-income bonds and have advised a number of large institutions, insurance companies, and big state pension funds that they should be looking carefully, and they are, at going into some of these closed-end funds. So I think if you owned uh, equities, you're going to have to get more realistic because the likelihood is we're going down further, not reversing course. And if you own bonds and you have a nice profit, I would look at these closed-end bond funds and what I really like about them is unlike a normal bond where you get a check twice a year. These.
3: Thanks very much, Mark Grant, chief Ext- um, strategist for Hilltop Securities in Fort Lauderdale. This is Bloomberg Radio.